hear ye, hear ye. My name is Ursula Sojas, and I'm here with Robin Sojas. Robin, please do some justice to the people. Hello, Justice Riders. Today's podcast is series number seven, and it is part of the Black Sugar Not So Sweet series. And the title is The Story of Color. So I want to start with the African proverb. Until the lion learns how to write, every story will glorify the hunter. This African proverb refers to the unknown part of the struggle. Because as we know, a story is never complete until one hears from both sides. The one who has the dominant voice or the authority is often heard and believed. The one of lesser prominence is often considered not credible or the loser. The hunter's story may not be 100% accurate as most people tend to slant their story to favor them. So Justice Riders, Texas was very much the Old South, and sugar was the cruelest crop in all of plantation history. Other kinds of plantations had more births than deaths among the enslaved people, but sugar had more deaths than births. This is a reminder that Texas was not really just a frontier tier western state they were part of the old south and the blood that was shed is still on their hands so let's start in the very beginning but before i do please know that white is a color just like black brown red and yellow So anyway, I'm starting with the human race. The human race began in Africa. And some of you probably know this already, but it is marvelous to me that God made the first people black. And before I go on, please know this, two black people can give birth to a white child, but two white people cannot give birth to a black child. And that's a fact. Black people were the first people to populate every habitable place on this planet. We built the first boats and sailed repeatedly across the Atlantic and the Mediterranean. God taught us the trigonometry to navigate the curvature of the earth. We were the first black engineers and scientists. Oh, I like the way you said that curvature of the earth. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds so exquisite. Um, but who built the pyramids of Gaza? They're so magnificent. Ursula, so just thanks for asking that question. Because all three of Gaza's famed pyramids and their elaborate burial complexes were built during a forensic period of construction from roughly 2000 550 to 2490 BC. 
The pyramids of Giza were built by pharaohs Khufu, Khafre, and Makura. Wow. God gave us technology all the way back in ancient times that surpassed the technology of the people that came later. There's this book called The First Americans Were Africans. And it was published on March the 2nd, 2011 by David Inhotep. I'm going to spell that. I-M-H-O-T-E-P. And he confirms a study done by a white scientist called The Journey of Man, where he proves scientifically that the human race began in Africa. So justice writers, please know this. We were the first Europeans. We were the first Orientals. We were the first Asians. We were the first everybody. Everybody is from the color black. All these different skin colors are just different shades of black. The Indians say that they have always been here. Then that's not true. The Africans have always been here. We became the Indians. You know, it's it's so unfortunate that we've been the most hated group. You know, with all those truths uh, that you just spoken, that's really unfortunate. And and if we, I truly believe that if we get our wording correctly and, and understand the terms um, that we are talking about, you know, because we all have this history that we're bringing together, and um, it just needs to be understood clearly. You know, what we're saying, what other people are saying, you know, um, as far as racism in the world. And it's, it's so unfortunate, you know, that we were hated because of the color of our skin. Yes, Ursula. We have been put down so much and for so long as being inferior and even subhuman that I feel it is very important to know the truth, to know the real history. Much of the truth has been known for years, but because of fear that it was too controversial and because the prejudiced people are so dedicated to their prejudices, it was suppressed. God is making this history known now. Africans in this land now called Africa, the story needs to be told because there were African settlers now known way before this this area was uh, known as America. The evidence of anthropologists contradicts what we were all taught in school. And now it is very clear why. When most people think about indigenous people, they don't see a picture of black people. The New World, which later was named Americas by an explorer who never even made it here, was black and brown before it was white. So first, we need to understand the role of every player in the goal of colonization. African Americans need to understand their worth. The timeline of human prehistory comprises the time from the first appearance of Homo sapiens, which was in Africa like 315,000 years ago, to the invention of writing in the beginning of history, from 3000 BC, the ancient Egyptians, and later uh, they were part of the Sumer, Akkad, and Assyria, 
Ibia began using arithmetic, algebra, and geometry for purposes of taxation, commerce, trade, and also in the patterns in nature. The field of astronomy and to record time, formulate the calendar. It thus covers them from the middle old stone age to the very beginning of world history. So, Justice Riders, I want to tell you about these 10 facts that originated from Africa, and they have changed the entire course of human history. The first is math and science. Contra contrary to popular belief, civilizations existed way before Europeans claimed to have discovered them. Ancient black Egyptians created their earliest numeric system of record, and they were also the first civilization to create and solve uh, arithmetic equations and chemical experiments. So please know this, their earliest mathematical text was available from the Mesopotamia and Egyptian time period, the Rhine mathematical papyrus in Egypt, and the Moscow mathematical papyrus. All of these texts mention the so-called Pythagorean triples. And so the Pythagorean theorem seemed to be the most ancient and widespread mathematical development after basic arithmetic and geometry. So when you look at the pyramids, the pyramids are a true example of mathematical genius, architectural, builders, construction workers, and master designers. Very ancient animal bones have been found in Africa for thousands of years ago. These bones are believed to be between 8,000 and 511,000 years old. If you own a phone, chances are that it was made out of minerals deriving from Africa, specifically the De Democratic Republic of Congo. Cobalt is a mineral found in DRC that is used to make rechargeable batteries. The DRC, that's the Democratic Republic of Congo, is one of the richest countries in the world in regards to natural resources. From copper and cobalt to diamond and tin are found there in Africa. The second is art. The oldest known artwork in human history was found in South Africa. It consisted of two pieces of engraved ultra depicting abstract designs and symbols going all the way back 77,000 years ago. The third is writing. According to Dr. Clyde Winters in his book, The Ancient Black Civilization of Asia, of Asia the oldest known form of writing was developed between 5,000 and 3,000 BC. The next is medicine. We were the first doctors and nurses. Although all civilization had discovered how to use some form of medicine, ancient black Egyptians invented a concrete system of medicine that involved schooling for practitioners and writing documentation for the methods of healing. Before, uh, and also ancient Egyptians were also the first civilization to perform surgeries. The sixth invention is mining and metallurgy. 
The Industrial Revolution would never have happened had it not been for Africans smelting iron over 2,500 years ago. Ancient Tanzanians had been producing carbon steel long before Britain industrialized metallurgy. The seventh is architecture. Africans built some of the world's greatest and oldest architectural masterpieces, such as the Pyramids of Giza, the Step Pyramids, the City of Zimbabwe, the Nubian Pyramids. The eighth is the phone. If you own a phone, as I stated, chances are that the minerals derived from Africa, like the Democratic of the Congo. The ninth is the calendar. Ancient Egyptians invented their earliest calendar system over 5,000 years ago. And the way that we divide our days into hours and then minutes is also because of Africans. The last one for now is cooking. This one is pretty obvious considering how many flavorful and seasonal dishes come from the motherland. Ash that was found in a South African cave has led archaeologists to conclude that our ancestors were cooking with fires over a million years ago. Man, that that is so mind-blowing to hear that. Um, I mean, what else can you expect, though, from a people who cre created what, Pythagorean, did you say? The Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, so they have, in Africa, the largest quality of natural resources, including diamonds, sugar, salt, gold, iron. You mentioned cobalt, uranium. You mentioned copper. Bo Bozik, I don't know what that is. Silver, but that that is a, a opportunity for research to figure out what that is. It's B A U X I T E. Uh, silver, petroleum, and cocoa beans, but also woods, tropical fruits, etc. Yes, and you know what? When you look in the Guinness World Records, the oldest university is right in Morocco. This is true. And so, you know, you have to just look and give Africa, which is a continent, not a country. Africa consists of 52 countries. And you have to know all of the inventions and all of the educational and all of, like you said, the minerals and everything that was first found there. And so, Justice Riders, just knowing that the world's oldest civilization was in Africa, you have to just, when you look at the story of color, you have to know that man, man basically put like boundaries around who is intelligent and who isn't. And they try to base it off the color of your skin. And so I just want all of the young people who are going to be listening to the podcast to know, please know you don't judge yourself by the cover. It's what is inside of you and how well you treat others. And so there was a, a movie recently uh, called Hidden Figures. Do you remember that one, Ursula? Oh, Sojourner? yes, I did. I did see that movie, Hidden Figures. It was about uh, some black women who worked for NASA. Mm -hmm. uh, they were responsible for getting, I think his name was John Glenn, uh, into space and back, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were successful. 
no one ever mentioned anything about black scientists or mathematicians when I was in school. And my elders certainly didn't know about them at all. Exactly. And you know what? When you hear things like all men are created equal, to be honest, that should really mean that no one is superior or inferior to anyone else. But because we have been so hated and attacked, it is extremely important that we know our worth. Our children need to know as well. Yes. You know, like I said, God made the first people and caused us to populate the world. So all these other colors and ethnic groups came after us. And it's just marvelous to me that the group of people that has been the most hated are the first people of the human race. And we're everybody's ancestors. Now, you know what? I want to tell you a story of color. So everybody, you know, if you have your popcorn, you know, just get it ready. If you if you want to go and, and get your children, you can put this podcast on pause. But I really need you and your children and your grandchildren to listen to what I'm about to say. So here we go. Once upon a time, there was a box of crayons in the shape of people, which included black, white, red, brown, yellow, and tan. God was the first artist, and he used the colors from his box of crayons to create man in his image. According to Genesis 1, 26, 27, God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may roll over the fish in the sea and the, bird in the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God used his crayons to create mankind in his own image. So, Justice Riders, have you ever wondered what makes up a human body and why? Why do we have one brain, a stomach, a heart, a head with two eyes, one nose, one mouth, two ears? Why do we have hair on the top of our heads? Why do we have two hands, two feet? Why is the liver one of the largest and most important organs in the body? And it performs more than 500 different functions. Why do we have two kidneys but only need one to survive? Why do we have intestines and why is one large and the other one small? And why is the small intestine longer than the large intestine? What is the purpose of their length? Why do we have white blood cells that help your body fight infections? And why do we have red ones that transport oxygen to your body's organs and tissues? Why is our body made of so much water, like 60 to 70%? And why do we have a tongue that is always wet? And why are we given no more than 32 teeth? You bring up some very strong questions. I agree. It is essential to know these things because then you can treat your body with more respect. Some people treat their cars <laughs> way better than they treat their bodies by making sure it gets its proper tune-up, polishing, you know, et cetera, et cetera, high-tech fuel and so forth. And, and they pay more attention to it and, you know, it lasts for a long time. Yes, Ursula. God created all men and women in the image of himself. And as the United States Declaration of Independence states, we are all created equal. The first thing people all over the world do 
when a baby is born is they count its fingers and toes. I don't think they look at the skin color and say, oh, my baby is the wrong color. As long as you possess a healthy brain and a right mindset, you can do great things. People without limbs or who have an artificial heart or those who are blind, mute, or paralyzed can and have done great things. Two examples are Ray Charles, who was blind, and then you got Beethoven, who was deaf. Both of these men had a good brain and used it in spite of their handicap. The brain is the key, not the skin color or any other differences. The brain controls vital functions such as breathing and swallowing, digestion, eye movement, and heartbeat. There can be no life without it. The mother and father of a newborn infant should be more concerned with the inside structure of the body and the way the baby responds. Even the baby who is deaf or blind or has a small heart, the color of their skin is not the deciding factor on how he or she can learn. Color is what makes us beautiful in God's eyes. So what if humans are given uh, the same on the inside? Uh, two lungs, one heart, two intestines, 32 teeth. Then why does the outside look different and why does it matter so much to people? That is such a good question. And I hope that people listening to this podcast will share this with their children let me answer, let me just I before I answer this, let me ask you this. Do you know that every single snowflake that falls from the sky is different? The designs are so beautiful. When it snows even for five minutes, there are probably a trillion snowflakes that God created and they're all different. Do you know that experts calculated in a volume of snow two feet square by 10 inches deep that there are about a million flakes? Multiply that by all the times that it snows and you are going to get like a billion of these flakes, but they're all different. And just like humans, eventually they die, we will die. As you're aware that every single grain of sand on the beaches and deserts Around the world is a different size and shape. To the naked eye, they may look the same, but under a microscope, they are all different. And what about our thumbprints? Everybody, take a second or two and look at your thumbprints. To the naked eye, they look the same. But if you put them on an ink pad and then onto paper, they're all different. Likewise, every single person whom God has created has a different thumbprint. So why do people think that just because a person looks different, the color of their skin, the shape of their eyes, the texture of their hair, etc., that they are inferior to them? That is not the way God intended his, his creations to behave. God specializes in designs. He designed the humans, the flowers, the trees, the birds, fish, animals, insects, fruit, vegetables. Each is created differently to magnify his glory. The color of flowers, how beautiful. Each was created by God. The red roses, the yellow daisies, the purple lilacs, the smell of diversity is so sweet. The trees that bear so many different colorful fruits, red apples, purple berry, yellow pears, orange oranges, so delicious to eat. And the birds that grace the sky and the land, 
the blue jay, the black raven, the pink flamingo, the white owl, all beautiful. So God. And the fish, blue, yellow, purple, red, some mixed with stripes. So God. There are so many colors of God's worthy creations created by the master designer God. Now, with all that beauty, Justice Riders, do you think God would not decorate the world with his children? His most prized possession? Each feature, the color of the skin, the shape of the eye, the broadness of the nose, the uniqueness that each of us has right down to a different fingerprint for every single person. We were designed by God for his glory. We are all made in the image of God. Color is pleasing to God. It is evidence everywhere we look. So why did man decide to take what was meant for joy to use it to make himself feel superior? The shades of color, the diversity of mankind, meant for displaying God's powerful work, have instead been used by man for his greed. So sad for man to aspire to feel godlike, to feel so important, to feel so superior, better than someone who looks different. And as you know, many black parents and grandparents were subjected to Jim Crow laws for colored only. You can't even drink from that water fountain. You got to go to the back door if you're colored. The whites only, they got the, all the best. Who came up with that? It sure was not God. Colored people sat in the back of the bus. The colored people running around the back of the restaurant to pick up their food. The colored people could only drink from certain fountains and not that one over there. The colored people couldn't even go to a club to see their own people perform for color only. Aren't we all colored? And it, it's a white of color? Yes, it actually is, to be honest. And might I add, in the area, it's an area maybe about five minutes up the road, um, Black people couldn't even walk on the streets by some of the wealthy uh, judge houses. And, yeah, that whole little area where Jane Lawn owned that building, that housing. So what, housing. Did it, what did it say? How did you know you couldn't walk up there? Just hearing uh, from word of mouth from older citizens. It would say you couldn't even walk up mm -hmm. there. What? During the time of segregation. At all. So you mm -hmm. had to walk what? Different you, way? Yes, you have to walk so many blocks around the area to get wherever you needed to go. See? You know, the thing is, <laughs> if your skin was some shade of brown, if you were related to someone with some shade of brown, it was enough to subject you to lower wages, inferior schools, unfair treatment, and like you said, couldn't even walk up certain streets just because you're the shade of your skin. Black was not beautiful back then. Black was something you wish you weren't. There was no black pride, no black art, no black panthers, no black power. Thank you, James Brown, for that song. <laughs> Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Thank you, Huey Newton, for the Black Panthers. Thank you, Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X for empowering us. Uh, to be proud of who we are, thank you, Jesse Jackson, for pushing the term African-Americans. I extend a hearty thank you to every person who fought for the rights of all men to be treated like a creature of God who is created in his image. 
Yes, Justice Riders. And last but not least, thank you, God, for bringing us a modern-day Moses in the form of the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Because Dr. King said in his famous uh, March on Washington speech, men should not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. So everybody, don't allow all of this judging people to happen to you or to your family. People come in all colors. Like I said, white is also a colors. And all of us have a rich history, including the Sugarland 95. And if you trace your ancestral history back far enough, all people and races originated from Africa. So really, we are all Africans. You know, basically, God does what he wants. Um, it's not to our understanding all the time. He creates according to what pleases him and not necessarily man. Everything that he creates is good in his eyes. Color is a decoration on the outside of the package. It's the shell of an Easter egg so pleasing to the eye. So are we. Yes, Justice Riders. So I want to end with this poem that was written by Runette Nia Ebo. And it goes like this. Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why did you make me someone the world wants to hold back? Black is the color of dirty clothes, the color of grim, grimy hands and feet. Black is the color of darkness. The color of tires, beaten streets. Why did you give me thick lips, a broad nose, and kinky hair? Why did you make me someone who receives the hated stares? Black is the color of a bruised eye when someone gets hurt. Black is the color of darkness. Blackness is the color of dirt. How come my bone structure is so thick? My hips and cheeks so are high. How come my eyes are brown and not the color of the daylight sky? Why do people think I'm useless? How come I feel so used? Why do some people see my skin and think that I should be abused? Lord, I don't understand. What is it about my skin? Why do some people want to hate me and not know the person within? Black is what people are listed when others want to keep them away. Black is the color of shadows cast. Black is the end of the day. Lord, you know my own people mistreat me, and I know this just isn't right. They don't like my hair or the way I look. They say I'm too dark or too light. Lord, don't you think it's time for you to make a change? Why don't you redo creation? And make everyone the same. And then God answered. Why did I make you black? Get off of your knees and look around. Tell me what do you see? I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. I made you the color of coal. From which beautiful diamonds are formed. I made you the color of oil. The black gold that keeps people warm. I made you from the rich, dark earth that can grow the food you need. Your color's the same as the panthers. 
known for her beauty and speed. Your color's the same as the black stallion. A majestic animal is he. I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. All the colors of the heavenly rainbow can be found throughout every nation. And when all those colors were blended well, you became my greatest creation. Your hair is the texture of lamb's wool. Such a humble little creature is he. I am the shepherd who watches them. You are the color of midnight sky. I put the stars glittering in your eyes. There's a smile hidden behind your pain. That's the reason your cheeks are so high. You are the color of dark clouds formed when I send my strongest weather. I made your lips full so when you kiss the one you love, they will remember. Your statue is strong, your bone structure thick to withstand the burdens of time. The reflection you see in the mirror, the image looking back at you is mine. Wow, well, well, thank you, Robin. Again, uh, that was really, really intense. Another great hot drop in black history. You guys tune in for our next episode. Bye.